Welcome to today's brief intelligence session. Today I have with me Brother Kaesh. Shalom. Shalom Aleikum, everyone in the world. And today we are just discussing briefly current affairs, global affairs, and slightly metaphysical topics amalgamated together. Absolutely. And earlier before we started, we were just gleaning over this new discovery of Morse code coming out of a black hole in the middle of deep space, surrounded by chaos. In the middle of deep space. Yes. That's something else. Order, order in the nucleus, surrounded by chaos. Mm. Order and structure in the middle of chaos. This is not random. And so earlier you was asking me, what does this mean to me? What, the this, fact, what does this signify? Yeah, so what this signifies is that there's definitely an architect. Absolutely. An architect who designed specifically everything that constitutes existence. And as the Apostle Paul said, everything that is visible and even that which is invisible has order, structure, origin, and a foundation. Absolutely. So what these scientists, what this signifies is that the deeper, the longer they do research, the more sophisticated the instruments get, the more the artificial intelligence matures, what does it do? It uncovers. It just validates the existence of Yahweh. 100%. Point blank, period. And it uncovers, it uncovers the hidden things. Absolutely. And the hidden things still testify, verify, validate. To the authority and existence of Yahweh. Exactly. They see, but even before, you know, with, with Darwin and all of them who were saying, oh, well, you know, we discovered that there's intelligent design. Well, intelligent design means that there's a designer. But you don't want to call the designer God, huh? But it's still a designer. So the question at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day and in the middle of the day is who is the designer? Who? Because it's not you. There is nothing that we've discovered that is undone what's written yet. I mean, and look, we've had what? We've had a good solid 2,000 years Absolutely. since Christ. We've had 2,000 years to disprove and yet nothing's been disproved. You know, all, all of the so-called academic authorities and academicians and everyone else, what they do is throw more uh, confusion in the air for themselves and they throw more what they think is uh, the state of questioning things and skepticism. They, they, they do this for themselves. But for the true hierophants and adepts, they do nothing but make a fool out of themselves. Like the Apostle Paul said. He said that the wisdom of this world is foolishness to the most high the wisdom of this world foolishness is foolishness to the most high and stupidity to the most high and it definitely is i mean look so we're in the middle of this is why we you know decided to do this random unscripted discussion we are in the middle of a societal collapse as we speak, we're in the middle of chemical warfare. Absolutely. We have people, oh, it's global. It's not global warming. Oh, it's climate change. It's not climate change. 
What it is, is the manifestation of the wicked, failed, fallen heart of man mm. and his ways and his machinations and his designs and his inventions. Everything that man does apart from God does what? Pollutes the ecosystem, destroys the ozone layer, destroys food, air, and water, destroys the natural habitat, destroys the animals, destroys plant life, destroys life, period. Yeah. That's why we gotta get away from, as a society, viewing things through partisan political lenses and understand that Yahweh's authority, Yahweh's way, Yahweh's word is the highest law universally. So politics is uh, two separate wings on the same bird, as they like to say. Absolutely. Two different sides of the same coin. The, 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 the draconian laws, the one world government, the corporate vampires all have the same agenda, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Black, White, whatever you subscribe to, their agenda is the same no matter what. And that's, the, that's part of the grandiose deception that people, I'm not even gonna just say people, I'm gonna say a majority of the earth, a majority of the earth, and we'll pull religions into it too. We'll pull all the global world religions into it too. Everybody is claiming to have some type of personal, private communication and revelation and uh, relationship with the, with the creator. Yet, they're all coming to separate, different, chaotic positions of understanding mm. that don't align with the creator. They're still trying to make it work through godless systems. They're still trying to make it work through man-made systems. And that's why, look at where we are now. I mean, we are at a mature point of destruction right now. Very mature. Absolute societal collapse. The children are absolutely being destroyed. The educational system is garbage and has been taken over by Rockefeller since 1901. People are getting certifications and degrees in nothing but veiled mind control. Like Rockefeller said, I don't want to produce thinkers. I want to produce workers. And that's exactly what he's produced. Even after death, his program is still relevant Absolutely. and still being implemented. And matter of fact, is the standard for education. Then we have a collapse of the Zedaim. We have a degeneration of the human genome. We have an augmentation, an alteration, and a degradation of the genome. We have new systems coming out. We have new ideologies and philosophies and even the burgeoning of new religions, artificial intelligent religions. Speak on that for a second. Religions that will have artificial intelligent, sentient, self-aware, singularity achieving 
entities as the God of the religion. You know, people worship anything and everything. They already do. They already worship celebrities. They already worship Beyonce. They already worship Kim Kardashian. They already bowing down and standing behind Clinton, Hillary, <laughs> and Trump too. You see, what we stand on transcends politics and man-made systems, religions and philosophies. But I say all this to say and to cover the current climate of the world that we live in in 2023. I mean, there's so much stuff going on right now. There's so much going on right now that of course we can't keep up with all of it at the same time. But we are definitely in the middle of a societal collapse, a spiritual degeneration and devolution. Uh, people are seeking and searching for what they think is the light and they've missed the light a long time ago. People are trying to open what they think is their third eye and they're not opening nothing but Pandora's box and a portal to darkness. They're groveling around. In the darkness. In the dark. With no understanding. None. Like Yeshua said, if you can't understand the world, the physical world, you will never be fit to learn about that which is above the physical, which is the spiritual world. Like the Apostle Shaul said again, all that is visible has its root in that with in that which is invisible. Absolutely. Period. <laughs> Period. And we're still sitting around, you know, without a real grasp on what the soul is, what the spirit is. And people struggle to even understand what the physical body is. They don't understand basic processes with the physical body. So how are you going to understand spiritual processes? Absolutely which precedes the creation of the body. So that's what I was talking about, we were talking about earlier, looking at this article about how artificial intelligence is getting ready to take over. And, and you know what the article said? The article said that, number one, the article said, it used language and speech that we can find identically in the book of Daniel that knowledge will increase exponentially and men will begin to run to and fro, searching and roving, and knowledge will be increased. That is the state that we're at now. But the thing is, artificial intelligence is allowing us to create even more data. The article was saying that artificial intelligence can process information better than us. It can already do 80% of every job it's given better than us and that within two to three years it's going to create a grand useless class i'm gonna say that again grand useless class a grand useless class what the united nations calls useless eaters meaning people who consume energy on the earth but are not any longer worthy to be on the earth. This is the philosophy they have, you know, in accordance with the Georgia Guidestones and, you know, the depopulation philosophy that 
you know, idiots tried to convince everyone it's not true. But now they're now they're part of the experiment and they're dropping like flies and dying like flies. And now that is too late. They're realizing, oh, that the population agenda is real. Is real. We've been talking about this for years. And we de- <laughs> And yeah, we've been talking about it for years. We've been talking about it since we were teenagers. But now, it's undeniable. It's incontrovertible. It's inescapable. It's inescapable. I didn't get a chance to go over it yet. But we're going to talk about, in the upcoming future, about um, what are the implications and what does it mean that now... The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, has retracted its position on, on authorizing all COVID-19 oh, therapeutics. Man. So after they forced 70% of the United States of America's citizens to receive the injection, after having gotten 70% of the nation injected, now the Food and, food and Drug Administration withdraws its backing and approval and emergency use authorization authorization and says that they made a mistake. So where does that leave the 70% of those who took the shot, took their boosters, took this, took that, gave it to the children, gave it to their babies? Where does this leave them at? And there is no legal recourse because it was all done while it was under the umbrella of emergency use authorization. This is definitely a diabolical operation. It was successful, Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So that we have that on the table. They withdrew their approval. But at the same time, the Food and Drug Administration turns around and authorizes Elon Musk's Neuralink for human trial usage. So we have to talk about what does it mean Spiritually. So, Elon Musk says that he wants to first give this Neuralink to people who are handicapped, people who are crippled, because the technology, the technology will use a mechanism that is able to decode their thoughts and predict the words that they're thinking. Mm. Bro, this, this, this technology that we're describing right now is, is 100% classified as beast tech, beast technology. Definitely. Book of Revelation technology. This is spiritual technology. This is technology that comes from the spirit realm and humans were initiated into the knowledge of it by a fallen watcher. Neuralink is fallen watcher technology. So we're going to get into this. So, okay. What does it mean to use BCI technology, brain computer interface technology, to hook a human being up to a machine and then hook the machine up to the internet and then hook the internet up to the cloud and then the cloud be in the hands and control of the corporate elite architects. 
I mean, they can turn the lights on when they feel like it and turn them off. Exactly. Like and let's talk about what the lights are. <laughs> let's talk about, so first of all, bro. You caught that. <laughs> yes, let, let, let's talk about what that is. Let's go even deeper. And we're not even going into a rabbit hole. We're going into a different dimension now. This is not a rabbit hole. This is a portal that we're going into now. So the CIA did all their work in the 1950s, studying the human mind, using psychoanalysis, grabbing what they could from Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung and everybody else, Emmanuel Velikovsky and all the others, all the elite schools, Rhodes Scholar, everything, you, Illuminati sciences, dark arts, Book of the Dead, Egyptian, Necronomicon. Look, they, bro, they used everything they could to try to figure out how to control the soul and the human mind. By the way, we have a show coming up, The Origins of Conspiracy Theories. Yes, let since us know. We, since we mentioned the CIA. Yes. Proceed, brother. So we have them using all of this mind science and they were successful at it. Coupled together with using pharmacology and pharmacia sorcery, witchcraft, divination, drugs, chemical warfare, it all works. It worked 100%. Creating a Manchurian candidate, creating a super soldier, creating a Delta program soldier, creating a remote controlled soldier, even using uh, remote viewing technology, which is spiritual technology. So that's the one thing, but this thing that Elon Musk is coming out with is deeper because number one, the human brain operates off of electrochemical processes. That's one thing. Then on the other hand, the brain also in the whole human body operates also off of electromagnetic energy. So we have electrochemical energy. Then we have electromagnetic energy in fields and bands that can be modulated, alternated, regulated, and controlled. Number two, once you're hooked up to brain-computer interface technology, bro, that is, that is what we consider to be two-way communication technology. Yes. Two-way, meaning they can send signals in, you can send signals out. The signals you send out are read and processed, and the signals that they send in your brain reads and processes. So when you get this implant, when you, when you, when you get this implant, and it's because the article was talking about how you can become a god. Mm. How can you become a god? Because you'll be able to download- Endless amounts of information. Yes. You, whatever Google has, you can have downloaded to your topical conscience. Endless amounts of information. Through, that means within seconds, yes. a human being can solve a problem. A whole language, a whole foreign language can be downloaded into your brain. A human being can figure out <laughs> how to do the most diabolical things. And have endless options because it has the internet's database. It has every and any and everything that's been published ever on the internet will be accessible by the implant in your brain. But remember, I said the key is 
It's two-way communication. It's basically demonic possession patented into technology. Mm. It's technology that actually fulfills the same function that demonic possession does. Because when a demon comes into you, what does it do? It takes over. Absolutely. It takes control. It uses you as a Manchurian puppet. You are just a vehicle. Yes. You are nothing but a vessel, an empty vessel. The demon fulfills its wishes, its desires, its appetites, its whatever through you. It uses your body. But with the implant, whoever's on the other side of that screen can download into you what they want you to do. And you won't be able to do anything about it. But then the article went on to talk about how they can do it without giving you the implant. See, because remember, the brain has an electromagnetic band around it. The same way the earth has an electromagnetosphere that can be affected by energy weapons. Mm. Bro, this is, this is what we're talking about. This is why... Deep stuff. Absolutely. Deep stuff. And this is the preliminary, this is the prerequisite understanding that you must have before you can start commenting and critiquing what the Bible says about the wars in heaven. The reason why Yahweh is called yod heh vah Sevaoth, the Lord of Heaven's armies. Talking about military units made out of angelic entities, flames of fire, spirits. <laughs> spirits. Entities. People say, oh, you know, the gods. Remember we talked about it? Stop talking about gods. If you don't understand what an angel is, you're not eligible to talk about what a god is and what a god isn't. You're not, you're not eligible. You don't have the authority. Or the understanding to speak. Like it says in the book of Proverbs, and all you're getting, all you're researching, get understanding. And that's what people don't have. All they have, all they have is a bunch of knowledge thrown together. But when it's time to break it down, so break down the understanding. This is what we're doing right now. What we're talking about now is this is definitely, I mean, so the book of Revelation talks about that there will be the beast, the false prophet, and then the image of the beast. But the image of the beast, the Greek word is icon. You know, like icon on Microsoft Windows, icon, which is connected to an app, which is connected to a digital program, which is connected to software, which is connected to computers. So there's definitely to be decrypted and discerned in the book of Revelation chapter 13, Something pertaining to a birthing of digital warfare. Yes. Spiritual digital warfare. Then we got the fact, bro, that the word digital comes from the Latin digitus, and digitus means finger. Do, do we find somewhere in the Bible where finger has significance? Yes, we do. We find in the book of Daniel when a finger manifested and wrote many, many tekel farsen on the wall. Yes, right on the wall. Signifying unbalanced scales being used and the judgment of God coming upon Babylon. Do we have any other significant usages of the finger digitus in the Bible? Well, we do. Absolutely. When Moses went up on the mount and met with the Most High and communicated and was surrounded by the council of angels who was also sat above by the Most High 
as the dispensation of the instructions and software programming and off operating software of heaven was given called the Torah, we have the finger of God writing it upon the tablets of stone. Absolutely. And what do the tablets of stone signify? Well, King David said that the heart, which is the consciousness, is as a canvas. What do you do with a canvas? Well, you draw on a canvas. You put artwork on a canvas. He also talks about a stony heart. So we, here we see again, the Bible refers to even the heart, which is the conscience, as a stone. So we see a finger writing the law upon a stone. And then we have Jeremiah 31 talking about the law shall be written upon their what? Their hearts and their minds. And that's a big reason too, why you see certain paintings with an eye in the middle of the heart. <laughs> yes, sir. Certain images of Yeshua with the eye in the middle of the heart to signify that the heart is the consciousness. And it is the eye. Yes, it is. And see, that's an important point that you point out there because that's not taught in any Christian arena or circle. Yet, Yeshua was the one who said, if your eye be single, then your body will be full of light. Luke 6, 22, but what's he talking about? Oh, you don't never hear your slobbering, spitting preacher break that down, right? No, they never address that statement that he made. Yeshua goes on to break down, but if your eye be darkened, he said, then your body will be full of darkness and how great is the darkness? He said, if the light in you be darkness, this is what he actually, he actually said, if the light in you be darkness, then how great is the darkness? Ooh. So there is a such thing as the light in you being dark, light. Absolutely. I want I want my new angels to understand out there, you light workers out there to understand that there is a such thing called dark light. Absolutely. It's dark light. It's not the light of the Ain Sof. It's not the limitless life. Light. It's not the ineffable light. It's not the light that has no origin or beginning or end. It's a fake artificial light. And who else do we have to go along with that fake artificial light? Well, we have, you know, who they've erroneously called the Lucifer. Fake artificial light bearer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lucifer, Lucifer, right? They all, oh, is it Lucifer? You know, Lucifer fell from heaven. First of all, there is no one in heaven named Lucifer. There is no one in the Bible named Lucifer. Isaiah chapter 14 talks about adversary. The adversary, an adversary is the English word for the Hebrew, Satan, in Arabic, Shaitan, in English, Satan. It's not a proper name. But Isaiah, Yeshayahu, Hanavi, the prophet, said that the one whom is being called, the son of the morning was called Ben Halel. Halel means dawn morning you know 
the beginning of light that starts in the morning time, that's Halel. The Latin translators who did not understand Hebrew translated it the best they could for the Latin speakers and they came up with Lucifer. Mm. But the Bible wasn't written by Latin people. Aramaic. The speakers were not Latin people with a Latin mindset in a Latin part of the world. Aramaic. So Latin is not the authority, my friends. You need to go backwards into the etymological original root, which is Ivri, Hebrew, and Aramaic. End of story. We not even gonna waste no time. That's the reason why all of our pupils must, as a prerequisite, prepare themselves to at least learn the Hebrew alphabet and begin learning and studying and documenting Hebrew vocabulary. Must learn it must get familiar with it, must get comfortable with it. Because there's no way you can authoritatively discuss the scriptures without addressing the DNA of the scriptures, which is the original languages used to get the original meanings and intents of what's being said. And this is very deep. This is, this is why we were talking about it earlier when jumping over to another topic, and we're coming to an end here pretty soon talking about what Hanakash which is translated the serpent but that's the last translation Hanakash doesn't just mean the serpent everybody oh the serpent came up to Eve no Hanakash also means brilliant bright alluring seductive entity that's what it says in Hebrew Hanakash is a bright brilliant luminescent seductive being and the thing is for my hebrew scholars out there remember when chava said the nakash the serpent beguiled me but the word that she used when she said that the serpent beguiled me the word beguiled euphemistically means sexually seduced. Mm. So there was seduction taking place in the garden. That's why you have to know. <laughs> this is why Hebrew people, oh, they ate an apple. No, 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 no. Eve said, for the serpent has beguiled me, but beguiled meant to sexually seduce. Because we know that Hanakash, we know that Hasatan, we know that Ben Halel is a master shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. If you would have read the book of Adam and Eve, you would know that. But even if you didn't, if you read the book of Enoch, you would have known that. But even if you didn't read any book, if you had any real experience in the spirit world and in the spirit realm and have met the entity called Satan, then you would know for yourself from personal experience that he's a master shapeshifter who changes instantaneously, constantly, into any and everything, any and everything. Even Yeshua called him an evil genius. Mm -hmm. Now, when you got 
the master of heaven and earth housed in human flesh say that the entity that he beheld fall as lightning you know like that lightning bolt that uh lady gaga got on her right eye mm. and justin bieber and all the hollywood stars who are mind control mk ultra programmed uh, uh uh stooges of satan with the signature of satan the fallen the they got the lightning bolt luke 10 18 for i beheld satan fall as lightning yeah yeshua that same one said that the e he, yeshua called him the evil one and said that the evil one is the evil genius Meaning, he's nothing to be played with. Mm. His intel even in uh, Ezekiel, Yahweh said that your, your beauty surpassed all. You walked upon the stones of fire, and every precious stone is your garment, and you are full of wisdom. <laughs> Yahweh even said that he designed this angel with wisdom, abundant wisdom. And this is where we'll leave the audience today. This is why we have our total separate program that we're, it's under construction. Um, very soon it will be up and out. But this is where we discuss the spiritual science of the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth and the master teachings of Yeshua HaMashiach. And we just want to let everybody know that the beginning of the core curriculum is very simple, easy, and for many of you, it's even free. Because the beginning of the core curriculum is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Absolutely. Make yourself familiar with every single word that has ever dropped from the mouth of Yeshua. That is the prerequisite opening for the beginning of the courses that we're going to be offering. Because we're going to be talking about, and there is no one else on earth who can even be put beside Yeshua and his teachings. Rather, they all borrow from his teachings. Absolutely. And many people, oh, well, you know, there were religions that agree. You don't know who Yeshua is. Don't forget that uh, 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 Yeshua is after a priesthood that is after the order of Melchizedek who existed before Abraham. And even before that. And that Melchizedek is without mother and father, without beginning, without end. So the real question is, who is Melchizedek? And who is Yeshua again? That's the, that's the question. Yeshua predates Sanskrit and all these languages. Anyway, we'll get into it. And we'll close on this note. Yeshua said, restore unto me the glory that I had with you before the world was created. That's John 17, 6. Yeshua, the pre-existent master. So once again, today, you heard my brother Kaesh. Peace and blessings. Shalom. Brother Kaesh specializes in political analysis, military analysis, all different we have a whole different program we're going to be discussing this discussing scholastic issues academic issues educational issues political issues new world order topics and we're going to definitely be delving into the biblical sciences absolutely and placing a challenge on the table for all religions on earth all religions 
in all walks of life. Till next time, everyone. Shalom Aleikum. Shalom Aleikum.